Hi, it's great that you can join us as we continue to go through Mark's Gospel. What can you learn from a child about faith in Jesus? That's what we're going to see today as we look at two incidents in the life of Jesus. The passage we're looking at is Mark chapter 10 and verses 13 to 32. I'd encourage you to take the opportunity at some point to read that section of Mark's Gospel for yourself. And there's a link in the video description to an online Bible if you want to use it. In Mark 10 and verse 13, the disciples are confronted with a problem. People are coming to Jesus and to make it worse, they're also bringing their children and asking Jesus to bless them. We're not told why. Maybe they thought everything was just getting too busy, but the disciples decide they've had enough. They rebuke the people and send them away. Mark tells us how Jesus responds when he hears what's going on. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Jesus didn't come just for adults. He came for children too. But Jesus wants to say more than that. He goes on to point out that these children have something to teach the disciples about faith. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Now, what does that mean? The kingdom of God being one of God's people, forgiven through Jesus, is a gift. It is not something we earn. It is something we must receive. Children accept that so much better than adults. Think about it. If you have children in your home, how often do they offer to pay for a meal you prepared for them? How often do they wake up in the morning and come down with their rent in hand? They receive what's given without batting even an eyelid. Yet as we get older, things start to change. In our independence, we like to pay our way. We get invited for a meal. What do we do? We feel we need to contribute by bringing along dessert or something to drink. We like a deal, but we don't like to receive something for nothing. And this causes problems when it comes to Jesus. The kingdom of God is a gift. Jesus has done everything that is necessary for us to belong by going to the cross. There is nothing left to contribute and nothing that we could contribute. All we need to do is receive it as a child, with childlike faith that reaches out, takes the gift and thanks God for it. In verse 17, the scene changes. Jesus is about to set out on a journey when a man runs up to him and asks the most important question we could ever ask. What must I do to inherit eternal life? The Bible tells us there are two chapters in each of our lives. There's now, this life we live in today. Then there's eternity, life after death. Now might seem long, but compared to eternity, it's just the blink of an eye. So which is most important? This man has got it. He's not merely focused on today. He's thinking about the future. He wants to make sure that when eternity comes round, he's in the right place, in heaven with God. How does Jesus respond to his question? Well, first, he challenges the man's view of who is good. Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. Everyone knows that only good people go to heaven, but how good is good enough? It's easy to think we're okay because we're better than someone else, but that's not the absolute standard of good. Jesus says that God alone is good. 
If we want to be good, if we want to get to heaven on the merit of our life, we must be perfect like he is. But here's the problem. None of us is. That's what Jesus shows us next. In verse 19, he reminds the man of God's commandments. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud. Honour your father and mother. At this, the man's eyes must have lit up. He knew the law of God and had spent his life trying to keep it. And verse 20 tells us that he felt he'd done a pretty good job. Was Jesus telling him that he was good enough for heaven? No. In verse 21, Jesus pulls the rug from under his feet. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go, sell everything you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. In verse 19, Jesus had referenced several commands that God had given to Israel in the Old Testament. Each of these were part of what's known as the Ten Commandments. Yet in giving them, Jesus had missed out a few, and particularly he'd missed out the first one, which says, you shall have no other gods before me. That was this man's biggest problem. When Jesus told the man to give everything away, this is how he responded. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. In telling the man to give everything away, Jesus exposes the sin in his heart. He loved his money more than God. Why does he walk away? One reason is that he doesn't want to part with his wealth. Yet I think there's another one too. Jesus has just shown him that his life and efforts aren't good enough. Like this man, we all fail at one point or another. None of us have kept God's law perfectly. No one is good enough for God. None of us can say we deserve a place in heaven. So if we're not good enough, how can we be part of God's kingdom? How can we have eternal life? That's the question the disciples ask in verse 26. And Jesus tells them, With man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. We can't be good enough for God. But God can make us good. How? Through the cross of Jesus. There Jesus died to pay for our imperfections. And the Bible says that when we believe in him, we are completely forgiven and his perfect life is shared with us. It's not something we can earn. We just have to receive it as a gift from God. I don't know how you feel about that. To me, it's hard. In my independence, I want to earn salvation for myself. I want to get to heaven on my own merit. It's hard to say thank you and accept it as a free gift from God. But I want to encourage you to do just that. The Bible is clear. If you trust in Jesus, whoever you are and whatever you've done, you will belong to his kingdom and have eternal life. It's not something you have to earn with a life that you can't live. It's something that you just have to receive. Well, that's all for this time. In the next episode, Jesus deals with a request from his disciples to have the top seats in the kingdom and in response makes one of the most incredible statements that has ever been made. Do like or subscribe on our YouTube channel, Facebook page or on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Hopefully, see you next time.